Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the second quarter 2020 Von Nelson Small Cap Value Recap Call. In the second quarter of 2020, Von Nelson Small Cap Value returned 16.44% gross and 16.15% net, and that is compared to the Russell 2000 value at 18.91%, which brings the year-to-date totals for Von Nelson Small Cap Value to negative 17.9% gross, negative 18.34% net. And again, this is versus the Russell 2000 value at negative 23.50%. And with me today is Portfolio Manager Stephen Davis. And with that, Stephen, we'll turn things over to you. Thanks. Great. Thanks, Dan. Um, just to recap what we talked about last time, the economy had a lot of underlying problems coming into the crisis, central bank funding deficits, excessive leverage, elevated valuation, valuation levels. The consumer wasn't really healthy, no matter how many times the media said they were. We were at the end of a business cycle. Credit and liquidity were deteriorating, and we had kind of the end of the, the M&A pro-cyclical wave. Um, these problems, this is not unlike the demographics that the virus is hitting. Um, it, it hits those with underlying health problems hard, um, and, and the economy, at least asset prices, got hit really hard in, um, at, at the end of the first quarter. Um, coming out of this initial recovery, it, it definitely won't be a V-shaped recovery. It's tough to implement fiscal policy to stabilize things, especially in an election year, and it's even tougher to pull it back once we reach the other side of this. It kind of reminds me of when retailers started offering free shipping to compete with Amazon. They'll, they'll never be able to pull it back. And so I imagine there's some of this lingering fiscal policy that will extend indefinitely. The Fed programs that were designed and implemented kind of in the, in the second quarter or so, um, they were designed to keep the capital markets functioning and not really drive any kind of real growth in the economy. Let's just keep the consumer current on their house and auto payments and kind of worry about who has the White House in the back half of 2020. Um, as you know, money markets lead credit, credit leads equity, and, and we're still not on solid footing, but we've addressed some of the issues for the time being. Um, it is uncertain as to what further monetary and fiscal stimulus are yet to come, but I imagine we haven't seen the last of, of both of these supports for the economy. In the portfolio, uh, as Chris talked about last time in the, in the first quarter review, we were a little more defensive heading into 2020, which benefited us in the sharp drawdown. Um, we got our shopping list together in mid-March, and we got aggressive on, on picking up some high-quality companies. So the market did give us a, a good opportunity to, to upgrade the portfolio. Talking about the, the market and overall uh, broad performance in the second quarter, all indices in the second quarter had similar returns, you know, within a couple hundred basis points of one another. So that, that kind of tells me that the market is not reflecting forward growth prospects yet, but rather a broad recovery from, you know, one of the sharpest drawdowns in decades. Um, for sure, towards the end of the end of the second quarter, there were animal spirits driving asset prices. Um, and right now, it kind of feels like uh, it, or in early July, we're stuck in a dead zone until we get Q2 earnings and, and forward outlooks from companies. Nobody really has any idea, us either, about 2020 earnings. So 
we've we've come to kind of a framework to think about the next phase of growth measured in years. Um, we did trail a tad in the quarter, primarily from being too conservative, but but that really kind of means nothing relative to the next three to five years to come and how we're positioned. We see a very slow and uneven recovery, but as we kind of look out two years, we, we can essentially see the fundamentals and the economy kind of back to where they were, not necessarily growing from that level, but getting back to where they were with stronger participants on the other side. And we've all heard about all the bankruptcies and restructurings, et cetera. So I think the better and stronger companies will become stronger on the other side of this. Um, as we talked about, there are a ton of issues in, in the world right now, um, but there's a lot of liquidity <laughs> and liquidity drives assets and we'll definitely have plenty of that. The problem that, that most investors, including us, are facing is, is valuations are giving investors a low single digit kind of compounded return from here. We've pulled forward a lot of the return so we're, we're having to kind of all market participants are reevaluating return alternatives. And I think, I don't know what the S&P is today, 3150 or something like that. Yeah, at that level, it's priced to give you, you know, 2 3% or maybe even zero return over the next couple of years. So it's interesting times for sure to be, a, to be an asset uh, allocator. Long-term inflation expectations remain muted. Uh, the 10-year yield stable around 65 basis points in the quarter. The performance of fixed income proxies lag the market on the recovery. Uh, risk on fixed income, that's kind of high yield credit and, and overall, you know, U.S. aggregate posted positive returns as, as spreads came in a little bit, uh, came back a little bit. Um, and gold continued its rally up almost 13% in the second quarter with the dollar flattish. Um, this is definitely something to watch as it's unlikely all assets can continue to work at, at, at one time. Um, you know, we've, we've been asked if, if we're tracking the recovery of the economy state by state, week by week. Um, we're definitely not. Uh, this isn't really part of the kind of Von Nelson philosophy. Um, and it fits squarely into us not really doing quarterly modeling since we really have no idea and we have no edge on whether or not one state opens one week earlier than another state. Um, so trying to develop that longer term framework is what we're really doing right now. In terms of portfolio positioning and uh, kind of overall small cap value themes, the top contributors for the quarter um, were some of our tech names that benefit from um, secular growth, um, cybersecurity, defense, intelligence, um, digitization of the economy, semiconductors, things of that nature. Um, our high quality growth cyclicals worked well. And we had some oversold names in the first quarter that had strong catch-up performance in the second quarter. The underperformers for the quarter really fall into two buckets. Uh, number one, banks, as the regional uh, kind of community banks. And the second bucket is slower growth names, um, much like fixed income proxies, so the REITs and utilities that lag the overall market. Um, and as we talked about earlier, we, we moved out of these lower growth names and, and picked up higher quality names during the sell-off. We, we really spent a lot of time in the quarter continuing to concentrate the portfolio into better ideas. We ended the quarter around, I think, 63 names or so, and that's um, likely headed lower 
again, we continue to concentrate into high quality names at good prices, balancing these compounders with steady growers, but still skewing the portfolio towards good industries with pricing power and companies with leading positions. If we continue to reaccelerate um, economic activity from here, our higher quality cyclicals will, will definitely keep up. And, and the fact that we're so underweight, the fixed income proxies, REIT utilities, kind of consumer staples, uh, we expect to, to outperform. You know, if we, if we can't grow from here, um, you know, our companies with pricing power should continue to compound and, and, and help maintain margins uh, in, in a tough margin outlook. And if we severely slow down, we have a playbook um, in order to make some changes to get a little more defensive. But, you know, the nice thing, and I think I've, I've mentioned this in the past, nice thing that's a little different than kind of 2015, 2016 time period, we already own a lot of the assets that we significantly increase in case of a downturn. Um, with that said, we have plenty of stuff that we think uh, is a double or triple from here over the next three to five years. Um, part of the Von Nelson philosophy is trading time for value. So we can be patient here. We're not worried about near-term trading and, and hot money really melting this market up. Um, if you look at our characteristics today, I think we'd probably tilt a little more core than value today. That's primarily because we don't own banks. <laughs> that simply drag down price to book and, and valuations in general in terms of style boxes. But we don't own the secularly challenged sectors within overall value. Um, and we don't own a lot of things that, that won't grow, again, harking back to the, the kind of fixed income proxies. Um, we're still very interested in asset-like kind of service-like service models um, and secular growers. Um, tilted towards recurring services and replacement type businesses. We really like those, those assets in this market. Um, again, whether it's in the government defense and cybersecurity space or, or, or kind of some of the uh, tech and semiconductor names we, we talked about earlier. So, uh, you know, to sum up for, for kind of second quarter, a lot of uncertainties exist in, in the world and financial markets. The recovery will definitely be uneven and spotty. But we have the portfolio designed today to help us outperform in, in, in any environment. And with that, Dan, I'll, I'll turn it back to you. Well, thank you very much, Stephen. We, we certainly appreciate the insight. Uh, small cap value off to a great start for the year. And you know, hopefully the third quarter is a little bit less bumpy than what we see in the second quarter here. And, uh, and good luck to you and the team. And we'll look forward to catching up again soon. Thanks a lot. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson and, or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.